You are now tuned in to the Project 365 Experience. Welcome back, guys, to the Project 365 Podcast, episode 17. And I am your host, Coach O. It's amazing to have you guys here for another episode. This week, episode 17, we have an episode that's very dear to my heart. We got Robert Gibbs, who is going to join us. Um, Mr. Gibbs is a known for a lot of people as the face of the LaSalle Leaders Basketball Club. He's the um, co-founder and current coordinator. Uh, we reminisce about, you know, growing up my time in Montreal. We talk how to be involved with the youth. Why should we have a community approach? And also, he gives us a couple of tips that we should be looking for if we're really trying to have an impact with the youth. So this is a really good episode. Stay tuned for that. And the basketball coaching section, we're diving into what makes a good role player, why more people should be looking into being efficient role players. And we also start looking at maybe ways that you can start right now to be able to have an impact on your team. It's a really good episode. Really excited to have you guys with me. But now, with no further ado, let's dive into this interview with the coordinator of the LaSalle Leaders Basketball Club, Mr. Robert Gibbs. Let's go. Hey. Yo. Hey. Holy. What is going on? How are you, my man? We're doing good. Very um, fortunate and you know, humbled to be joined by some people call him coach. Some people see him as a mentor. Uh, a lot of other people see him as a community leader. Mr. Robert Gibbs, how are you, my friend? Hey, man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. How are you, Coach Owen, oh, man? Uh, Frank, man, thank, thank, thank you for having me, man. For real, man, I appreciate it, man. Just want to catch up, man. It's been a long time, man. I know you're doing your thing, man. So just thank you for inviting me, bro. Thanks a lot, man. So thank you. I know you have a busy schedule, so I appreciate you, um, you know, accepting the invite. There's just so much that's been going on, and like, um, you're you're one of these people that I've, I've always had a good vibe of, you know. And this was before even knowing you. And this was around like when I first started coaching, um, when I first started coaching in the NBL, and I just started kind of like seeing what was going on you know, like different personalities, different coaches, coaching different teams, different organizations. I was just educating myself. But right. as a young coach getting into basketball, something that gave me hope was there was people like you that were just um, that I felt right off the bat you were in it for the right reasons and you were in it for the kids. Talk a little bit about this space of basketball where we're at and why is it that some of us do what we do? Oh, man. Well, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's flattering, man. I appreciate that. I didn't even know I had an impact. Well, I, and I'm glad, man, honestly, that that's good. That's again, it makes, it makes, uh, it makes it all, it makes, again, these are all the, the comments and the things that people say that just, you know, make it all worth, uh, all worthwhile at the end, man. Um, Yeah. I just, again, I just like at the end of the day, like, yeah, I wanted to, you know, I essentially just wanted to give back to the community that gave it to me. Um, so I just, you know, and I took a, I have a, I have a passion, I have a like, I have a love uh, for basketball, right? So um, 
that was just again that was that was that was the best thing that was the, that was the best way that i could uh that i felt at the time that i could give back was just you know starting and coming in and just you know trying to help these young kids uh become athletes and just become you know to make them learn and uh more uh, make them learn and get better at the game and most importantly just love the game love the sport love uh love love team sports just uh work together you know because there's so much things that can come out of team sports right so i was just that was the goal, man. It was just like, you know, my passion for the sport and just, just being the mere fact that I, you know, I like working with, uh, with the youth. Uh, I just, it just worked out for me, man. So I'm, I'm really glad that I took uh, this path and this avenue just, uh, you know, mm -hmm. to just, again, and just keep on building on this. So did you at any moment, because now for, for so for those who don't know, um, a lot of people see you as the face you know, yeah, I know you don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> I know you're humble. You're humble. But um, a lot of people kind of see you as when they see Robert Gibbs, they see LaSalle leaders. And it's like, it's really in the span of, I'm going to say like six years where it really like blew up, where now kids just want to go play um, for the organization. Right. So talk to me about like, just when you had that vision at the beginning, like, how does it, how does it translate to what it is now? Oh man, like that's that's there's a lot of things that went on throughout my life, just as a person that made me just decide to kind of take on this uh this new project, right? Um mm -hmm. as you said, I was I was coaching too when I was younger. I, I was coaching when I was younger, and then like and I was just using it just more as like I said, I always had I always loved the game. Um, I always had passion for the game and I, you know, that I realized that I, I, I worked well with kids. So, you know, that's why less of the younger days, I think well, most of us had that experience of just working in day camps and working basketball camps. Mm -hmm. So I was no different. And I just, and I just had that. So, um, just for coaching and, and coaching combined with coaching youth, you know, just, you know, I was like, okay. Right. Uh, then, you know, I realized that I have to, you know, at the personally wise, I realized that they come and get like, uh, you know, I was, I was at the same time I was in school. So I knew that, um, I knew this wasn't uh this wasn't uh couldn't have been a, you know what I'm saying a, a professional lifetime thing so I had to think about myself so I became so I got into teaching, and uh once I got into teaching man I I, I realized that you know what I'm saying I, I love teaching too and I love the basketball thing so so I made that going and then um uh, long story short is that I when I would the, the place that I was coaching was formerly known as the Boys and Girls Club of the South so I was there for uh for a good bit maybe six seven eight years there. Mm -hmm. I, I was there. It's still it's based on the same gym that we're operating right now. Uh, I was just there, and I was just working there. Like I said, I was coaching in my younger days, and then just it's just unfortunate that the organization itself just kind of, just kind of, just kind I guess kind of went bankrupt, and then they had to close down the organization. So the program that I was running was the basketball program, was just a small program within the organization. So once the organization closed down, um, with no fault of my own, right? And at that same time, I had already graduated my university, so I really started my uh my career my, my guess you know i already started my career as being a teacher but there was just something to me that you know i want to try to continue and then i uh, i got pushed by another coach and uh and a friend of mine they said you know what the organization kind of crumbled no fault of your own uh why don't why don't, why don't you just try to continue and kind of just like just continue and just rebrand and just call yourself you're the, you're the person that's been doing all the work for the six seven eight years um everyone looks to you anyways right you were just under the uh other organization's umbrella but at the end of the day it's you so that's uh how that uh leaders project started man we came up we uh you know see with Kasali, we met we said this is the uh, direction we're gonna go and yeah we said okay we're gonna start off with this leaders thing like it was definitely a lot very very challenging a lot of obstacles to get done 
um, because it's it's not easy. You can't. It's hard to just start a nonprofit organization and have a bunch of followings and a bunch of people behind you. Like it takes a lot of steps and process to do that. So it was a lot. I was so fortunate, so lucky that I had a I had a very good team, and I still have a very good team that's supporting me, that's behind me, that that was able to. Again, they were able to help and contribute in order to to get to the stage that we are. But like, yeah, they just I got the motivation. I got the little push because I was. I, I myself at that time was like, okay, well, I, I, I ran my course. I coached my teams. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go coach with another organization in Montreal just because I like the coaching, but I have my career, you know, I'll mm-hmm. be in the classroom and things like that. But um, they gave me the idea. Um, again, it was a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of documents you have to fill, a lot of things that you have to go, a lot of people you need to speak with. Um, and man, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm so glad that I did it right. Because, and I'm so glad that I got the, the push and I'm so glad that I got the support. So just because of that, when I when I when I left the uh, when the uh, when the boys and girls Blasau went uh, when when it closed down, we had about forty five kids maybe in the program, Fifth, maybe let's say around yeah fifty five sixty kids max. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like after that, like since since then it's been six years now. Now we're just we, we just we are number it's just it's it's exploding. It's it's getting humongous and. Like I was telling you earlier on the phone, like I never in the smallest years ever envisioned it getting this big and like zero chance, mm-hmm. zero, zero chance. And it's just like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful. It's a lot. But like I look at the kid's face, I look at parents' face and they're just happy to be part of something. They're happy in the direction. So again, all those sleepless nights, all the issues that it caused me, you know, uh, if you ask my significant other, you know, it's, it's, it's been a rock and roll because of this <laughs> stuff, but you know. At the end of the day, she was there supporting me. So like, I, it's great. Like all this stuff, just it's, it's worth it, man. Like again, with the, uh, with the kids that are playing, with the feedback that we're getting back, um, it's 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 so great. It's so beautiful. And you know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything. Like I wouldn't change it at the time. Again, when you when you're going through the process, you wanna you wanna kind of just call it quits. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of a lot of things that go. A lot of you know, a lot of work that goes into, right. into getting into this level. But like when I look back at it now, I'm just like, wow, we actually got to accomplish. Uh, we're actually got accomplished something, something great right now. So, for sure, for sure. And it's like, and and talk about, um, boys and girls club, yeah. right? Like just because you guys were the first boys and girls club I got introduced to because I got a chance to go coach in there. Right. And just going in there and coaching in there, you almost you always felt that community vibe in there. Right? right. But then when I started traveling a little bit, I started seeing like there's a couple of different places in Canada that have boys and girls club. Right. Mm-hmm. How important are boys and girls clubs to um, communities? Right. Well, obviously, it's so again, I can really just speak on the one that we had there. In La yeah, Salle. it was great. It was definitely great, man, especially for the English community. Like it was a great organization. Like I said before, uh, basketball, youth basketball was just a program within the within within the organization. So that one was, so they had a lot of other things that was definitely vital to the community. Right. Seniors, uh, um, you, uh, academics. Um, um, they had a lot of like that, that a lot of programs going on. Right. Um, uh, young adults, uh, uh, new, 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 new parents. So it's definitely a boys and girls club. Again, the one that I was working at um, definitely was great uh, when it came down to when when it came down. It definitely was important for the community there, and yeah, like so. And that's and you you just you just again you just alluded to that that and when you came inside there the atmosphere and, and mm-hmm. that's I guess which I didn't I didn't realize when when the boys and girls club closed down. I guess I was a little bit naive to realize that we actually had a good 
we actually, we actually had a good uh, we had a good community there. We had a good bath. We had a good community going on there, and I just didn't realize that at the time. Like I said, I was just on the you know I was just on the vibe where I was just like, okay, I'll just speak with another organization, go coach a team, so on and so forth. But I just didn't realize at the time that there was such a following, had so much support with us within the community, and and that's why, like I said, I'm glad I'm glad I got pushed, and I'm glad that I was able to uh, uh, me as well as everyone on my team that were able just to just just to expand and continue this. Cause that, cause I'm telling you, that is something that I got the chance to feel with. And again, you know, when I first started coaching, our organization was like pretty small and it was just like, um, you know, it was trials. Everybody makes a team, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. the, you know, you I, know, what listen, I'm saying? listen, I, I've, man, I you know, the uh, trials where you have to go recruit for the trials. The team. So I still, I was coaching, what is going to be? And a gotta, lot of the times you got to recruit for the tryouts. Made it, there you go. Recruit for the tryouts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> those Yo, oh my so, gosh. So I'm telling you, so when you, it first starts off as that, but it, it's, it's so funny because if people are willing to start small and understand that you take care of your own, take care of your own. And I hear you guys say that a lot. Take care of your own. Take care of the people that come to us every day. The people that actually trust us, let's not get caught up in the glitz and glamour and start looking at other elsewhere. And in a way, that's kind of like what you did because, you know, you were you were kind of starting to think, okay, maybe it's not going to work out here. I got to start looking at in an order organization. Mm -hmm. But you start, you give it a chance and you start being around the same people. And then what ends up happening is that word of mouth happens. Where people start talking about this is how this organization makes me feel. It's easy for you to make the organization bigger because now you have people that are spokespeople for your own organization. Right. Right. It's something that I think is so underrated because it's so easy in this generation in, in the sport that we go. It's always to get caught up in like, yo, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? But at the end of the day, like if you take care of your own, it's got to be probably like one of the best feelings ever. For sure, one hundred percent. No, that's, that's that's great. Exactly. You see, it's yeah. You want to take care of the people that have been there. One hundred percent. That's that's why we live. Yeah, take care of your own. One hundred percent. Um, a lot again. It's 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 always easy. A lot of people I find just don't have the patience to go through the uh the grind. People just want they want they want to see results too fast. And anybody that's been successful in 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 again, if we're now we're just speaking referring to we're speaking about basketball right now. It comes down to basketball in Quebec, in Montreal, or even within Canada. Mm -hmm. It's been a process. It's been a long process. If you go to the elite teams, the elite schools, the elite prep schools, the elite AU teams, it's all been a process. You're never able to get to the top from again yeah, in the in a day or so, right? It's, it's always been steps, and that's just what it is. A lot of people just don't have the patience to go through these steps. And you, and you said before about people coming in and just hey, we're just recruiting for trials. Man, I want to have enough kids to have a team. I remember. Oh, I remember that all too well. I remember that all too well. Like I, I remember, I remember coaching teams, and I was still be the story. I remember coaching, uh, coaching a team in the summer, and we went uh, on a trip to the states. And I remember them um, stopping the game because we were getting to be too bad. They told us to go get on the bus and go back to Canada. Like I remember all, I remember all these things, right? So like, a lot of people don't understand. Like it's, it's, a, it's a, it's, a, it's a process, man. It's, it's really a process. You just got to be patient. And as long as you mean well and your goals are well, and again, and and like you said, you treat people well and you take care of the people that have been there. You take care of your own. Then things will work out. Things mm -hmm. will definitely work out. It's just, it's just sticking. It's just sticking, keeping your eye on the prize. Just keep on working. For sure. Now let's 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 talk about your baby, Lasalle Leaders. Let's huh. talk about it. What are 
when people are on the outside looking in, what do you want them to know the organization for? Um, I think you said it best, right? We just try to take care of our own. And when you when you're part of us, you feel like you're part of something. Like we're 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 a community um, where everyone is everyone's looking out for everyone. Everybody wants the best interest. Everyone supports everyone. Um, I'll, I'll say it like I, I I believe that we're the best. Like we have the best ambiance there is in the province right now at the youth mm -hmm. level. Um, the youth even, level. Mm -hmm. Even when I go into the again, we're just above us is the sageups, right? Like. Uh, obviously, they'll, they'll they'll have they'll have more numbers up, share more numbers for bigger games because it's just a bigger facility. But like anybody that's anybody that's attending like one of our games, one of a big game at our place, it's 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 something else, man. It's definitely it's exciting. It's the, the atmosphere, the ambiance is is great. So like I took I take very I'm very proud to say that like that's something I really take pride in is like you know our home gym there when we have things going on, it's it's great, right? Like it's great. So like yeah, just LaSalle leaders. Like so I really just take pride on on that and how we're like, like I said, we're close knit, we're a community. Um, um, and like yeah, we like we go to all the games. We got again, our parents are heavily involved, our parents support us. It's really more than basketball with us, right? We follow up with kids academically, we ask them how they're doing. Like it's really more than basketball. Basketball is the activity that brought us all together, but it just it's so much more right now. Mm -hmm. And 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 you see that, and again, I see that um, with 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 the alumni that that still keep in contact with us, that come and see our games. That yeah, if they want, they'll come in scrimmages. Like it's easy to get alumni to come in when you're playing, when when when, when they have an opportunity to play against the young guys, or they just want to get a run. But when we have one of those games on a Saturday in the middle of the day, when they show up, that means something. That's when you know, or when, yeah. Or, or, or when we have a big game coming up, and they say, and they and they come, that means something. Or when they, when they we have a big game or we have a playoff game when they're messaging you and they're saying yo good luck good luck coach let the team know that yo I'm, I'm yo I'm rooting for them like that stuff that means something you know so that means that they're still implicated when they're following the guys that are currently playing that just means that we did something great you know and when they mm -hmm. come they ask about me and they ask about my family like what more can you say so like yeah Lasalle meters means 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 the world for me it's 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 what I love man I'm glad that I'm so glad to where we reached I'm glad to. All like I said, all the effort and like when you do something like organically for the right reasons, then you know it, it works out. So now I'm just happy to say that it's that it's working out. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like, like you said, like like once you do it properly, like our, our number. I was talking about 55 kids before. Now we're over. Now we're about 300, right? So now it's just like we're just getting bigger and bigger, right? And it's not just for the the bat. Like it's not just competitive basketball. We got kids that just want to learn the game and just I just love the game. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get exercise, and that's just what we're doing. Like we're just there for everyone, and that and that and that closeness that we uh that we're trying to uh instill, um, it's there. It's there with everyone that comes in. Man, and you know every every successful organization has a successful leader that has the vision, but. Is supported by, you know, people who understand your mission and they're willing to support. And I got to give a couple of shout outs. Louis has been one of people that I've looked up to when I was at Vanier. I'm um, having gone through Vanier and just alumni. Right. Um, uh, P-Dubs, my guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jason White's just like, yeah, yeah. he's just yeah. so approachable. He's just so locked in and all that kind of stuff. So. I want you to kind of like talk about what do all these men, obviously all these men are different, different, but what do they all have in common that helps sustain the vision that you have? Um, 
First of all, none of this would have been possible if it weren't for again the three names that you just named, along with all there was a whole lot of other people. A that lot, were, mm -hmm. yeah, man. Like it's only possible because of that. Um, again, when you get like-minded people that are there for the kids, they're there for the best interests, that are you know that are that are willing to put into the work. Right, LaSalle leaders is one hundred percent. Everyone there is is what we call a benevol, a volunteer. So everyone there is volunteering. So again. If you're willing, so you're willing to put in uh, this effort, um, again, all volunteer, like everyone just had the same vision. Everyone's doing it for the passion of the game. Uh, and then again, we're all good personalities. Everyone gets along. So, and at the same time, they, they're able to let me lead and then follow my direction. And then again, don't, and they're not afraid to, again, critique, judge, uh, offer insight. So that's what just makes our organization work and grow because everyone feels like they have their own Everyone has their own personality. We all have a common goal, but everyone also, again, this sounds a little bit contradictory, but they have everyone mm -hmm. you know, um, um, also, also, also voiced their thoughts and their opinion. So that that's honestly, there's there's so many names. We got about 25 coaches that are there all right now. We named three. Um, and some of them have been with us since the beginning of the Sally, or some of them have been recent, some of them have been with me back when we were at the when we were at the Boys and Girls Club when that also was volunteer. So they help. They help. They they help. They they were they were really through the whole process. You understand? Like I said, this is honestly it's, it's only it's only possible because you got I got a great team. We got a great mm -hmm. team. Absolutely. Um, when you're talking about an approach that is based on community, right? That is based on um, being there for the kids. As coaches, as mentors. What kind of approach do we have to have like on the one-on-one? -on -one? Like, because the way that I kind of like operate in my mind is like, if I focus on how good I can make this one-on-one -on -one interaction, mm -hmm. slowly that one-on-one, -on -one, if I make sure it's really good, it spreads. Mm -hmm. That person is going to start talking, hey, you could trust coach. Hey, da -da. And then it just becomes like a bigger thing, right? So like as coaches, like what kind of things should we be um, looking for? um when it comes to help making sure that our athletes are well taken care of well i think the most important thing is to take interest in your athlete okay so it's like it's very easy like i said just go and speak to them about basketball but a lot some coaches don't even know what school their their, their player attends and they've been with them all year they don't know how they're doing they don't know uh they don't know their family makeup they don't even ask mm. them why their parents so it's just taking interest in the kid, yes, yes, you're, everyone is there for a common reason, to play basketball, to get coached by basketball, to learn mm -hmm. basketball, right? And that's okay, mm -hmm. it's fine, but it's not only basketball. So again, when you you have to have interactions with, with the players on the team, and, and, and again, just dig deeper, right? Learn the person, learn the youth that you're talking to, what his likes are, what his dislikes are, okay? Hey, are you coming to the game? Hey, are you gonna bring your mom, your dad, your grandma, who's coming to the game, right? So again, when you and then when you get to that game, right, it's good to it's okay. Again, it's encouraged, especially at the youth level, go and interact with their uh with their mother, with their father, whoever came to support them, with their auntie, with their uncle, right? Like again, they're they're coming, they're 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 trusting you. If their parents are trusting you with their child to come and you're supposed to teach your child, but it's okay. So let them meet the person that they're trusting. See how far that's gonna go. Take right. that little interest with them, you understand? And it doesn't have to be done over the top. That's just what it is. When you see kids, you got to at least want to learn kids, right? Like right. Oh, how they are. 
don't just strictly talk to them about hoops all the time. Okay, you missed a shot, you did a shot. Okay, right? Some people do that and some people go straight into the NBA, but take an interest with in the athlete themselves. And that's and that's how you grow the uh and that's how you grow the relationship. And that's and that's just how you build, and that's how you said the good word passed along. But as long as you're doing it generally, then it's yeah, exactly. absolutely. Absolutely. You you know, you 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 you're making me think because like I think that was also one of the I think I would call it one of my superpowers in a way, because like I'll give you a perfect example. When I started getting kids coming to tryouts mm -hmm. and knowing that tryouts for a lot of kids is like very stressful. Mm -hmm. You're trying out for a new situation, you're coming into a new environment and all that kind of stuff. I would pay attention to which so who came to trial with the kid? Mm. Right. And the reason why I would do that is because a lot of times I can see, like, there's a lot of little things, but like, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, if, if um, they miss a layup, they look at their parents right. or um, when they're drinking water, are they going over there and they're getting feedback? Or are they just going to just get a good, like a pat on the back and all that kind of stuff. You pay attention to all these little things. Mm. And, for me, that I just did it unconsciously, but I kind of started taking an understanding that sports, not everybody's in it for the same reasons, right? right? Some people yeah. go into it and need that support to push. It may come from a coach. It may come from a parent. It may come from a sibling, et cetera, et cetera. But I'll give you a perfect example. If a kid is not um, worried about tryouts, especially if they're older, you'll notice they'll come to trials by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the parents are like, <laughs> so if the kid comes to trial for, by itself, it's for two reasons. One, the parent doesn't care about the sport, right? <laughs> or two, the kid is just that good, that confident where he could just come to trials and it's just like, it's runs basically. Right, 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 right. You know? For sure, for sure. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good to look at that. I <laughs> In the chat, that is, that is definitely good. That's definitely good. It yeah. Gives you, yeah, it gives you an idea of what's going on. It gives you an idea of how, again, how the, how the kid is, right? If you're looking Absolutely. at them, they don't know that you're that that you're looking at you're observing them, right? When you're looking at them, when they're not sure that they're not aware that you're observing them, it's, it's good. Right. They learn a lot. Learn a lot. And, and I don't know if it's the same to you, but like, you know, when it comes to like turning the ball over, and I'm not just talking about trials, I'm just talking about like just the basketball part, right? Turning the ball over, or even just um, uh, making a missing a shot, that kind of stuff. Um, as coaches, we don't. It's, we don't really care about that. It's the game of basketball. It's going to happen. Right. But it's yeah. more like, does the kid have enough of the support system for them to feel like they can go out there, express themselves, miss shots, and not feel like they're going to be judged to take them out of the game? Mm -hmm. Because we know it's going to happen, right? So, like, I don't know if along in your career where, like, something clicked where it was like, okay, it's basketball, but there, there's other things that they are coming to me for. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. Has that has that has that happened? Oh, in your sure, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Like yeah. Like they're, they're coming. Yeah. For sure, it's hoops that they're coming. And that's what I said before, right? You're trying to learn the kids, try to help the kids. So like I know kids come in. Yeah, they're coming here because of basketball, right? But some kids just just need that extra, some more guidance, or they just need a a, a positive uh, male role model in front of them, right? Or they just need they just again they just need information. Just need they just need a a, a safe space where they're able to again. Um, be there and do themselves and, and, and be themselves and, and do something that they like, right? So yeah, I know 100%. This is uh, 
I don't know what that stat is about. Most of the people that come to play for you will never make a dollar off of playing basketball. So I understand that, right? That they're just coming and there's so many more things besides basketball that, you know what I'm saying, that are important that, that they come for. And that's, and that's what I really take pride in. That's where I guess the teacher component comes to me, right? Um, mm-hmm. I know that they're there for something and it doesn't necessarily have to be the direct thing that, that brought us here together. I know mm-hmm. I, teach, I teach math and I know a lot of these kids are not going to go try to learn uh, the quadratic functions when they get older. Right. But yeah. I know that it's not like, so it's like, I know that it's, it is more than math. That it's not just a math class. Yes. Math is my math class. What brought us together here. But again, it's, it's, it's just trying to help them become better, right? help them grow. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Because you, you mentioned it before and you said some good things. You were saying like just the link between basketball and school, like just helping players understand that, that, Hey, coach is not only interested in my basketball, coach is also interested in school mm-hmm. and talking about how that goes a long way. Like, what are some things that you've seen that, um, what are some things that you've seen that have like, um, that have made a difference by you showing that involvement? Um, because as that, because then, you know, when we, like, if we just stay on the, uh, So you just have to, my, my leg just shut off. It's all good. It's all good. Everybody's in the automatic lights. <laughs> There you go. That's what happens, man. You understand the sensor, right? Yeah, the sensor. <laughs> yeah. So the um, link between basketball and school, how important is it for us to be able to show that? Show that it's important. Um, well, again, again, like, again, like, just like you, yeah, I know you went, you went, you went, so yeah, again, you went just like, yes, I see you're a great role model of self, right? And like, hey, we didn't speak about you. I know this interview is not about you, but I've been seeing the great work you've been doing for years, man. I used to call you the backpack guy, man. <laughs> all them guys, yo, all them kids love playing for you. They played hard. The parents loves you. Oh, I remember the handshakes you have for every kid in line, man. Oh, man. They used, used to challenge you. Kids all used to play hard. It was so great to see. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to get this guy. I got I to get this guy on my team here, man. They used to be playing, man. All the time. I appreciate it. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, I've been watching that. Hey. I've been watching that, man. No, but appreciate like, yeah, the link between, uh, no, between, between basketball and the school, like, it's like, yeah, like, actually, you got to take interest in them. You got to understand, like, they got to understand the importance of school. And that's why, like, I tried to, you know, I tried to use myself an example, you know what I'm saying? But I love basketball. I just, I probably wasn't nearly as good as any of them, of them. And I tell them that, but you understand, like, school is important at the end of the day, like, you know, and everyone that sounds cliche, you can't go into every school if you break your leg or that, but like, there's so many things that come out of you going to school, right? You get an education, you meet people, you learn to communicate, you make relationships, Like, and, and then, yeah, like, yeah, and it could prepare you for the future, compare you for whatever you find in your interest, all that. So when I speak to these kids, like, yeah, and then like, I find myself, when you, when you, when you show your interest, um, other, when you show interest other than basketball, like if we take school, for example, they'll tend to, again, Ben, I'm just, they'll tend to focus on that more. If you have a kid that's on your team that doesn't care about school, that's not attending school, or doesn't do well in school, right? And then you show that interest in the school component. Um, they might be more prone to work a little bit towards that, toward, toward, towards doing better, right? Toward, towards that mm. goal of finishing or graduating or passing or whatever it is, right? Or going to trace, whatever it is. And so that's really that. And that, that all comes from, again, just taking interest in, in each of your players, right? And it's more than basketball. So that's great. And what, what, um, Like, how has your approach changed? Because obviously from when you started uh, Boys and Girls Club, when right. you started, like, you're involved with the Boys and Girls Club yeah, yeah, um, sure. and LaSalle Leaders and then na- to now. Um, right. What are some things that you've noticed that are different? 
uh, in, in regards to uh, to myself or just, so just your approach, like just your oh, approach, like, approach because it's like, a different again, generation again, of players, yeah, right? So that, again, as 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 a person, I got to self evaluate myself. So I know I wasn't the same. I know I'm not the same person as I was when I was uh, 20 years old to when I am now. You understand? Like, as as all young coaches, I think most of us, if not all of us, are guilty of just being that super competitive and super wanting to win and. Then, and then just, just it's it's more about winning than anything. Like I can sit here and say take interest in the players and help mold them, but like this is all a process over time. So as a young person coming in, I wasn't thinking about that. So me and myself, again, I'm an adult. I'm a man now. I've, I've, I'm teaching a system. That's my job. I've been teaching over, over, over twelve years now, and I have a young, I have a family. So I understand right now. So I just see myself, my, my approach with regards to kids, and when I'm coaching them, it's 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 changed, right? Um. And like, yeah, before I just be more intense and just want to, like, I still, you know, I, I want to say that I, I still, I, I always meant well, just the approach and the thought process different. And I, mm -hmm. and I've come to realize this, this, I won't say recent, but I've come to realize they just, uh, it, people underestimate the, the strength of empowering your kids and empowering, again, your young athletes and, and making them believe that they could do it, right? And mm. and a lot of people understand that. Like I saw again, and I and I just and again, I just noticed that. Like not just noticed that, but that's that's something that really goes unnoticed, right? I like you you tell a kid that you you tell a kid that you can make a shot. Like they'll they'll be more, like there's higher chances that they're gonna make that shot rather mm -hmm. than you give them grief for missing the shot, right? Hey, let's go. You gotta make that next time. You give them that positive reinforcement. Tell them that you can believe. No, you gotta attack. You gotta do this. You gotta get that full. You gotta d up. Let's go. Let's do this. And and more using it as a positive and get encouragement, right? It's okay to be show tough love, but you're empowering them. You're making them believe in themselves. Sometimes they didn't even believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. So you make them believe in themselves, and then you can actually and and like I see it, and I've just seen it over years. Like oh my gosh, this kid might not have been so get so strong at one point, but now I look at him, and again, not many people thought he could get there, right? And it's not even to say that oh I I showed him this, and I'm such an excellent coach and. It's just like sometimes just giving the opportunity, one, and just empowering them, letting them know, okay, you could do that. Goes a long, long, long way. Hmm. So again, over time, that's what I that's what I've noticed again, the change, the again, the involvement of my myself as as a mentor or as a coach. And just again, my and my approach to the game. Man, that's great. Uh, again, like it's something that I felt, it's something that I am a fan of. Just you. Yeah, I feel like we don't we don't we don't big we don't big people up when yeah. they have to, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's just like man, I'm telling you, I seen it and I felt it. So man, no, like I appreciate you kind of sharing, sharing um sure, you sure. taking no, the time. No, and, for um, sure. and like and like sorry, I was gonna say like yeah, yeah. that's what it comes down to. Like and like hey. I want to just make sure I give a, definitely a, an acknowledgement and shout out to all the people that's been like, and, and all the organization that's been supporting leaders, all the people that have been supporting leaders. Um, we're able to put on these, uh, these, these events and taking care of the community. And there's none of this would have been possible if it wasn't for our supporters and our partners. Honestly, like there's been, there's been so much, so many people doing that. And like I said, everyone has the same, um, same vision, same value, same core, take care of everyone, take care of the people, take care of the community, right? You got to take care of your community, right? And again, as long as you have the, the interest of the best interest of the kid, things will always work out. And as long as you're, you're genuine and, and as long as you're genuine, then again, people are going to come, people are going to follow, people are going to be proud to say that they're a part of it, right? So thank you for all of those organizations. You know exactly who you are, the people that 
helped me start this that went through it right i could go for this name but we'll be here we don't have enough time um <laughs> thank you been doing that because nothing would have been uh, nothing would have been able to, to go through if it wasn't for them absolutely you you guys have any upcoming projects anything that uh, uh, people like, need to yeah, be looking out for yeah well you say well again we just we just, we had um we had our we had a little uh south summer we had we had the again for, for those who don't know we had our outdoor courts we just had an outdoor court being built so it was built sorry it was built um it finished in july it's one of the best courts sorry there's my bell yeah <laughs> so we had uh uh high school so, so we had an outdoor court that was built, uh, just finished being built in July, and it's great, state of the art. Um, anybody that came by would tell you it's why I definitely think it's one of the best courts in Quebec, um, right? Um, with the with with glass backboards, with score clocks, with shot clock, with bleacher fenced around. It's great with the acrylic floor, so that's great. So we're able to um, have our have our have our annual uh, three round three tournament, which went super well there. Okay, so we so we did that. We also started activities for the young kids. That was great. That was a, that was a project that we had going on this summer. Uh, then we had tackled, like I said, and then we tackled, we just had a thing. Oh, I saw you there at the, um, we partnered up with, um, uh, we partnered up with uh, La Rue Inspire in uh, Cartier's home to have, uh, we partnered up with them and they uh, to, to put together, like, along with Sports Here and a lot of other partners, partnered up to put on the, the community block party that was led by, again, uh, Cartier, La Rue Inspire, and uh, Mr. Citus Harry himself, right? So we were able to partner up with them and that was a great event that we had uh, August 28th um that worked out that was great that was good everyone was invited and um yeah no this our next project i would say is well we have our season coming up right now okay so we have our, so our next project will probably be the uh we have our another tournament that we got going on there a tournament mm -hmm. for a second to November 5th and then more or less like again oh olivia you know you know right away how it is the uh you know you know how it is the the, uh, the season how everything season tryouts yeah scheduling trial. People rescheduling your games. There you go. You already know how that is, man. So we have that. We really have that going on right now. So besides, we have our tournament. Like I said, yeah, we're gonna do more of the same thing. We'll see what's going on. We'll, we'll definitely have an event over the holidays. Again, we'll have an event, another community family event over the holidays. We just haven't figured that out part yet. But like that, um, we look forward, man. I'm looking forward to to what the future has in hold for us. For sure, it's a it's always a good vibe. So I encourage a lot of people. Well, if you haven't been and felt the environment inside um when LaSalle leaders they play go into their gyms you see it you feel it it's it's insane so your your IG and uh obviously LaSalle leaders IG yeah yeah uh what is my IG I don't even know I think it's shoot I don't <laughs> Shaq Shaq I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying I, I find myself too much like my students now wanting to go on IG and social media so I try to give myself a little little cut off on that so you know I signed out of it you know I don't yeah. know how long you know yeah. but um yeah i'm gonna try to keep it on so my ig is all the way it's shaki rob shaki dot rob um and uh again lasalle leaders is leaders uh leaders basketball leaders dot basketball yeah. that's where we're at okay so yeah definitely uh follow us you'll see exactly what we're doing we, we post a lot of stuff on our page so yeah just 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 take a look man take a look at our uh, leaders basketball page I'm, I'm gonna make sure i tag everything but hey that's for me I'm a fan of you, man. I'm just very—I'm very fortunate to have gotten this opportunity to get to know you and just uh, see what you did from up front. And you know, keep it up. I'm, you're inspiring a lot of kids. You're inspiring a lot of adults to be better towards kids. Right, and it's right. all in all, it's helping the next generation. So, in terms of community, you're one of the best community leaders we have out in Quebec. So, hey, I appreciate you. you.
I, I definitely, definitely thank you for saying those kind of words, my man. You keep doing what you're doing, man. We see you, we see you from over here, man. I see. And again, I don't want, I want to make sure all these, all these listeners, all these viewers, oh, oh, always oh, that guy, always oh, doing this thing here in Montreal, man. He was, he was definitely, he was definitely doing this thing. He's definitely contributing to the community, to the basketball scene, to the basketball world. And again, he was doing a good job mentoring them, them kids, man. All right, so hey. I'm glad for you. I'm rooting for you, man. Keep up the good work over there, man. And anything I could do to support you or show you love, you let me know, man. All right? Words mean the world to me. I appreciate you, my guy. Thank All right, you. We'll talk, eh? Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right. So for this week in the basketball coaching section, we're going to talk about um, how players can efficiently start becoming better role players. And I know when a lot of people hear role player, they kind of think, oh, that's not me and all that kind of stuff, you know? But um, I just want to put um, it into perspective for us to really be able to understand what it is that I mean by that. So I think what we have to understand is that um, most of us are going to have to play roles to be successful. And I could speak from experience because I was never like the naturally most athletic player on my team. I was never like the number one option and all that kind of stuff. So I had to figure out ways how to get on the floor. And when we look at the NBA, you look at like most teams, um, a lot of highlight is put on those guys that handle the ball on every possession. If you're thinking about guys like the Lucas, the LeBron, the Giannis, well, those are in the top 1% of uh, basketball players. If you look at the, in the NBA, it's like the top 1% of NBA. Like there's maybe one or two guys on every team that could do and take whatever shot they want. Everybody else has to be able to play a role. So now you're looking at that, which is the higher echelon of basketball, and you start looking at maybe now in college, same thing in college, now even more positions, even more teams. But again, there's only one or two guys maybe that could even take those shots. And even then, you still have to be able to take shots that are within your team's offense. So it's it's something that the earlier you can get it, the more successful you can get. Um, the better off you are. And, um, you know, I mentioned Luca before because if you're looking at Luca, Luca had to play a role early. So Luca's been a professional since he was like 14 years old. He's been playing with grown men. As a 14 year old, he wasn't the one that was dominating the ball, right? He had to learn other ways to become effective. He had to learn how to play off the ball. He had to learn, right? So when you're looking at the way Luca plays, a lot of people say he has a grown man game. Right, he kind of plays like a like a steady veteran. You're looking at somebody that's around 25 years old. So it's it's crazy to think that playing a role led him to be able to get that get that position that he has now, which is like, um, quite frankly, an international star. So, as a role player, there's a couple things you have to be able to be able to do. You got to understand what your situation is, right? What are the team concepts that your team um, have? You got to be able to understand the playbook in and out. A lot of people think that because plays are not ran for them, they don't have to know the playbook. But I think that, you you know, I'm a, I'm a bit different. I think you have to be able to um, understand the whole part for you to be able to understand your role um, individually. And that's maybe a different approach, but for me, I'm someone that needs a lot of information for me to be successful. And the more information that I have, the you know, the more successful I'm going to be. And it doesn't mean that 
that, that I'm going to play every single position, but I got to be able to understand what my teammates are doing. What is the team trying to accomplish? Um, what are my teammates' tendencies, right? Something as simple as that. Like if I have a player that loves to get to the paint, right? Loves to use his right hand to get to the paint. Well, how I operate when he's driving to his right, um, how I read the help defense really allows me to potentially get open shots. Maybe I cut back door, right? If I know he catches the ball and he's looking to drive, maybe I cut early and I'll get that pass, right? So I'm learning how to play off of um, this player. I'm learning what my player's tendencies are. If I have a player that's strictly catch and shoot, right, knows that that's his strength. He's trying to get as many threes as possible. Well, then maybe I got to, as soon as that player catches the ball and has some kind of space, I got to maybe relocate in a way um, to maybe we'll go get an offensive rebound, right? So knowing what your team does, knowing individually what your uh, teammates do really allows you to kind of like get into a really good situation. And I think this is the most valuable one. Where do you get your shots, right? Because you got to look at, especially if you have a, if you're on a team, you got to look at what is my team's offense, right? If I'm going to be somebody that's in the corners role, what are my reads from the corner? If I'm somebody that maybe has to lift to the wing, what are my reads when I catch the ball on the lift? And I think that this is where a lot of people make that mistake and don't spend a lot of their offseason kind of understanding. Like, if you have an idea about what your team is going to be, well, spend a lot of time, spend a lot of time understanding um, where are you going to be in the offense. Maximize your time and get really good at those positions. If I'm somebody that's in the corners most of the time, I shouldn't be looking at it as a bad thing. I should be able to look at it as, hey, I'm in the corner. Okay. Every time I catch the ball, I got to be able to make this three, right? Anytime I get this, I got to be able to catch and shoot threes, make as many as possible, as confidently as possible. And the repetition at your role is going to make you able to maximize because what's very misunderstood is that a lot of people think that coach is just going to give you a role. A lot of times you got to earn it, right? So you got to really be able to um, do certain things very efficiently for a long time, right? For a long period of time. And then slowly, coach starts giving you more responsibility, more freedom, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because the unfortunate reality is that not everybody's the same, and you got to be okay with that, especially if you're trying to carve a role for yourself. Next thing what I'm going to say is to value the possessions and value the time, right? And I could talk about this per experience. A lot of times, like, I would start games, and then I would get sub, and I wouldn't go back in for the second half. But then after what, you know, it's, it's a mental game more than anything. When I would feel bad that I'm out of the game, um, I wouldn't be ready to go back into the game. So what a lot of players have to understand is like you got to have that always try to stay ready mindset and value the time and the possession that you get. Because you're probably not going to get as many possessions as the number one guy. You're probably not going to shoot the ball as many times as the number one guy. You're probably not going to be able to turn the ball over and stay on the <laughs> stay on the court like the number one guy. But you also have to be in a situation where you understand that, okay, um, I just got to make really good decisions. I got to make good decisions. I can't turn the ball over. I got to make sure to understand that the time that I have is something that I got to earn more time and I'm not going to be given more time. And there's simple ways that you can really start getting doing that. Like when you're out there, you got to play defense, die for loose ball, earn more possessions, offensive rebounds. Um, defensive rebounds, containing a certain matchups, not letting them score on you, talk on defense. There's so many other things that you could do. Um, but what's really uh, misunderstood is that when you come in, I find that a lot of players focus on, oh, how can I affect the game offensively? And as soon as you start missing that one, two shots, 
you get out of your game and then that's when you get subbed out. So you almost have to be in a mindset where you value time and you value the effectiveness of your possessions because the reality is like you might just get one shot for you to be able to stay in the game. You have to have, before even getting into the game, you have to have practiced um, that shot so many times that it's second nature and you're ready as soon as you get into the game. You may just get one or two shots. It's the reality. And you may miss one or two and you might just end up going back to the bench. So you have to be in a mindset where it's like, I'm ready when my number is called. And then when you're on the court, I think um, what a lot of coaches kind of think is uh, making quick decisions. Um, I talk with a lot of college coaches, and that's one of the things that they that you'll hear them say, play off the catch, make good decisions. Now, what is that? Well, a lot of times, um, trying to keep it in simple terms, but like when you get the ball, kind of know what you want to do before it um, before before you even catch it. So as the ball's coming to you, you got to know what you're going to do with it before it gets there. Like, don't don't hold the ball. Don't let the ball stick. Um, and that comes with the comfort of that. That comes with knowing your teams, right? The players' tendencies, the concepts, knowing where you're going to get your shots, right? So everything is all tied in together. You got to know as soon as the ball comes, am I, am I shooting it? Am I pass um, reversing it? moving it to the other side am i cutting am i right so quick decisions on the court is something that coaches value and then the last one what i'm going to say is you know especially when you don't get the opportunity to play a lot of players tend to not um be ready for the moment and one of the biggest ways that i see a lot of people not being ready for the moment is when they haven't been in the game a long time let's say two three games they haven't played well what happens is that they are they don't focus on conditioning, right? They're not in shape for when they do uh, have to get that opportunity. So what you got to do is put yourself in the mindset where you want to stay ready and not get ready. Stay ready and not get ready. Big a difference. Why? Because I can, again, I can speak to this myself. Um, a lot of times what ends up happening is players that play a lot of mission, a lot of minutes, well, that's their conditioning. You who doesn't maybe play a lot, you now have to be in better shape. You have to make sure that even though you didn't play, you get you go uh, get your conditioning, running, whether it's on the bike, whether it's running in the gym, whether it's like et cetera, et cetera, playing three on threes with um, some people, et cetera. You got to be able to make sure you stay in shape because then when you get into in when you get in the game and you get that opportunity, you want to be ready to to perform, right? So staying ready. And not getting ready. It's a big difference. I'm telling you guys, man, role players, we need them. Coaches love them. Coaches value them. You got to be able to play a role. You got to be able to do a lot of things. Um, if I missed anything, uh, let me know. Shoot me a DM on any of the platforms that I'm on. And hopefully, this has brought you a lot of value. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. If you liked, please give me a five-star review or give me a five-star rating. You know, anyone. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you to Mr. Gibbs for joining us for this episode this week. Uh, make sure to follow him and keep up all things Leaders Basketball. As for me, you guys could always keep up to me and always connect with me at Coach0365 on every platform. And also stick around on the YouTube channel for video breakdowns and more visuals. So this is your host, Coach O. 
wishing you an amazing week and hopefully i get to see you guys next week on the project 365 podcast peace